Business Confidence and Outlook Q3 FI23 Insights from IMA's quarterly BCPI survey and an open house among our forum members. Inclusions paper, November 2022. IMA's Q3 quarterly business confidence and performance index survey reveals a continued fall in business optimism. At 57, the headline index dropped by 4 points from Q2. On each parameter, numbers above 50 indicate net optimism, while those below 50 suggest net pessimism. Out of the three broad factors driving the index, Companies are most bothered about the macroeconomic outlook. In comparison, business performance has edged down mildly while CapEx intent, though lower than three months ago, remains robust at 60. At a recent joint online session of the India CEO, CFO, CMO and CHRO forums, we presented the headline results from the latest edition of the BCPI. This set the context for an open house discussion amongst our members about their respective organizations and sectors. What the BCPI tells us. The headline BCPI index, a weighted average of current and future conditions, continued to weaken in Q3, reaching its lowest level in over two years. This drop is attributed mainly to a weakening macroeconomic environment. Tellingly, both services and manufacturing companies are feeling the pinch. The headline numbers for both sectors are trending downwards and the gap between them has narrowed from 13 points in Q1 to just 4 points in Q3. Size-wise, larger companies, Revenues of upwards rupees 2,500 crores are the most bullish about sales, new orders, and capex, and smaller companies below rupees 500 crores the least so. Most sectors have seen a fall in their headline indices, with healthcare dropping into bear territory, 47 points, and general services, industrial, and IT ITES firms currently in the low to mid 50s. However, three sectors resource based industries, consumer goods, and chemicals are cheerier today than they were three months ago. CapEx intent is strong across most sectors. BFSI, healthcare, and ITITES are the exceptions. A supplier validation analysis indicates that for B2B suppliers, the strongest end demand is today coming from automobiles, construction, and BFSI. Meanwhile, for the B2Cs, demand is going faster in Tier 2, 3, and 4 cities than in the metros but the demand is weakest in the semi-urban and rural markets. On a brighter note, a majority of businesses say that the worst is over in terms of people costs and attrition, and everyone else says that the condition on this front will improve in the next few quarters. On the other hand, hiring intent, which picked up after the Omicron wave, has been slowing for several quarters. In Q3, only 30% of companies say that they will increase net hiring, compared to the 40% who did so in Q2. 83% of businesses expect people costs to rise in FI23 by an average of 16%, which is higher than the expected increase in headcount, 15% this year. The functions that are driving these costs are sales, 40%, operations and production, 18%, and IT, 15%. Industry Perspectives Healthcare Vendors are ramping up prices of goods sold to hospitals, indicating strong end demand. However, the spending power of the middle classes who are some of the biggest consumers of hospital services, has dipped, making it difficult to sustain revenue growth. Going forward, margins could come under pressure. Medical equipment companies must contend with the monopoly pricing of semiconductor supplies, which has pushed up costs significantly. However, pricing to end consumers remains rigid due to the steep competition from Chinese imports, causing margin compression. Within this segment, 
COVID related business has come down sharply whereas preventive healthcare is picking up resultantly the overall growth is flat financial services there is a slowdown across the life insurance industry if growth was previously weak in the protection category it has now slowed in the saving side of the business too this may be attributed either to a scramble for bank deposits as liquidity gets sucked out of the system or to inflation which has implications for retail saving pools meanwhile general insurance revenue growth remains strong not just in the motor growing at approximately 19% or healthcare segments but also in engineering fire and other segments inflation remains a challenge but overall growth is faster than prior to the pandemic in bfsi more broadly attrition rates have not yet peaked and remain high at junior levels particularly in functions such as finance and hr automobiles with the semiconductor shortage easing growth is strong in the automotive sector demand is positive and the festive season gave a boost to oems most manufacturing units are at 90 to 95% capacity utilization rates and future orders are largely secured for the next 3 to 6 months in rural india demand is yet to pick up even though income growth has been steady this could be because with inflation high people are shifting their spending mix towards necessities rather than luxuries energy the highly capital intensive renewable energy sector faces multiple challenges in terms of approvals implementation and financing moreover people costs are rising significantly the mid level tenures are shrinking from 3 to 4 years to 1 to 2 years and the cost of retaining employees via annual increments at 25 to 30% fmcg personal care products are seeing some of their sharpest ever revenue growth phases upwards of 20% This is coming not just from volume growth but also from price increases. Last year the majority of the growth was driven by online sales but this year e-commerce has softened and offline stores are back in action. However, the focus is now on profitability particularly with costs going up and discretionary expenditure shrinking. Attrition levels remain high though much of this is involuntary attrition. Firms report that many of the online hires that occurred in the last two years did not work in terms of role fitment. Looking ahead, FMCG companies are seeking to bolster retention while differentiating strongly on compensation for hot skills.